0: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Uh Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's Wilbon Day. (laughs) Chicago native. Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption, with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago.
1: Michael Wilbon every Tuesday at
2: 5. He's brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. Try it, HawkAuto.com. Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW. All in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. You get out of the deep freeze of Chicago, Wilbon?
3: Uh, I'm in Los Angeles as we speak very lucky nice i was in arizona for the five days before that so uh you have not encountered any deep freeze or the five inches of snow that are at my house in washington that will pile up and sit there until i get back
2: at at any point have you had to wear a jacket over the last
3: week Uh, yeah no i mean it's it's not warm in, in in any place in the country it's 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 not cold uh, today's actually a pretty nice day in LA. No, I got this jacket and hoodies and cashmere and wool and all that, but not like not what you guys had, not what Kansas City had, not what Buffalo had, none of that stuff. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. I'm too old for that now. I'm Me done. too. Me too. I agree. Uh so
1: what did you make? I was at the United Center on Friday for the uh Ring of Honor. Or, oh wow. Yeah, as we're calling it the Ring, Ring of, of Dishonor. Dishonor. Uh what yeah. did, what did you what did you make of it?
3: It's the the booing of Jerry Krause was the most uncivil thing I've ever encountered. I didn't encounter because I wasn't there, but it's an embarrassing thing. It's it's embarrassing. It ought to be people have no shame anymore, and it doesn't matter where they are, who they are. People have no shame. There's you know people will just start to say something and not think maybe I shouldn't do this because they think they all have cover. Social media and other things give people cover that they shouldn't have. Um, to boo Jerry Krause, to not anticipate that this is a different thing. This is not 1996 and people go back and forth in the daily discourse. And that was fine. It was fine then. It's not fine now. It's not fine when you know his will is sitting there. If you don't know, then you're too stupid to have paid attention. It's just, it's awful what happened. It was as bad as anything I've ever seen.
2: Mike, do you think that the the bulls are culpable also for not telegraphing that that was actually probably going to take place
3: because it's happened no, in the past? No. No, no, no. No, no, people, no, this is the problem. We don't hold the people who should be accountable accountable. No, I'm not holding the bulls accountable. The people who booed are accountable. They 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 behave shamefully. Not not an organization for not properly anticipating. Even if you anticipated, what would you do? Not introduce Jerry Krause? Not announce his name? What would you do?
2: Uh, it's a good question. Maybe introduce his widow before... I don't know. I don't know how you would go about doing it.
3: I don't think... I don't know that you could do anything. People are... This is the problem. People have no shame. Well, that's They have true. no shame. There's no level of ignorance. They won't allow to be seen in the light of day. And You know, there used to be... You used to have shame. You wouldn't go out looking a certain way or dressed a certain way or say a certain thing or behave a certain way. And now there's none of that. There's no shame. And this falls under that category. There was no shame. There's no, even if she wasn't there, even if Donald Krause wasn't there, there's no need to boo Jerry Krause at this point. You're coming to honor all the people who contributed anything to the building of a six time champion. And even if you didn't like Jerry Krause, and it was okay not to like Jerry Krause in real time. It was. You don't boo now when you're coming to honor that enterprise. It's just, you know, I always—I I just say, and I've been saying this for 10 years, and people in my family got tired of me saying it, probably 15 years. People are dumber and meaner than ever. Oh, yeah.
2: Meaner for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. I think social media dumber, is a great example too. of
3: all of that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Michael, social media is. Yeah. Well, 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 while I was there and I I don't disagree about the booing, I I also think like Waddle and I have said two things can be true. I don't think the Bulls did a good job with the presentation whatsoever. Um, You had Steve Kerr on the court, who, who has won so many rings, three with the Bulls, two with the Spurs, four with the Warriors. He is there to coach his Warriors. He's sitting there center court. You don't even introduce him in the 95-96 yeah, Bulls team. Yeah, going, I, I, they should have Luke, introduced that team. Luke I was, was right. waiting. I watched you're, exactly.
3: It. I, I, I wanted to hear each guy Get and have a chance to right. sort of yeah I didn't, bask I didn't, in the glory. And I, I thought, well, maybe they did that and it wasn't on TV. No, and I just missed it. They didn't. And Luke, Luke Longley came from
1: Australia. He hasn't been back here in years, and you yeah. don't even give him ten seconds for everyone to yell, Luke. Like say, like, I that, totally that, agree. That's so, completely like, agree with you. You're just tone deaf. Completely And from the Bulls' side of things, if you can't give Ron Harper, Luke Longley, yes, Steve all Kerr. of them,
3: you introduce every member of that staff. If if Chip Schaefer had come back, Fine. you introduce him. You introduce everybody. Yes, 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 yes. There's zero disagreement on that, and this is what happens: that you just have once again. The marketing people sitting around getting a nod from people who agree with them because they run stuff. And you don't have anybody sitting in a room that says, hey, wait a minute. But nobody does that because they have no shame either. I can't imagine I don't, mean the, I don't mean the bulls. I mean the people who decide how to honor, how to pay you know, attention to. There's no shame. There's none. And people don't want to have pointed out what they don't know.
1: And, and there's no rush. Steve Kerr is coaching the team on the other sideline. He's line. there. It, yes. right. If you want to wait five or seven extra minutes to extend this halftime, Steve Kerr's yeah. fine with it.
3: People need to go back and see what the Baltimore Orioles did to uh, honor all the, the players who, who were alive who played for the Orioles before they moved out of the old stadium into the new Camden Yards. They should go back and see how a team is supposed to honor uh, the players who have been there before. Then. Well, and you mentioned the marketing' team, Mike, done right.
2: I, I can't imagine the sponsors were too happy with how this whole thing kind of came off as well. So, like, I mean, you didn't even accomplish that, I don't believe.
3: I don't i don't I don't know what the process was. so i I, I won't do what they did. I won't be too critical not knowing what the process was. Like I don't know what other commitments. I mean, I'm now hearing other things that was suggesting me, okay, I understand why this person or that person wasn't there but but I don't know what the agenda like what's the agenda what was it was it just to do something and the sponsor said okay we're going to do this on this night regardless was that it and by the way marketing forces do drive things like that now where people just the, the marketers decide what they're going to do to hell with everybody else that's unthinkable even 30 I don't know 20 30 years ago I, st- I, st- I, I still
2: would have reached out to Michael and said hey Mike uh, when are you available? We'll we'll but we'll schedule I, this. Around I don't you.
3: know that that wasn't done. That's my point. Okay, I, and I can't go into too much because I'm I I haven't. This is not on front of agenda for me. Top of, of agenda, but I but I don't know that that wasn't done. We'll wait. We'll wait till you are available. I, 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 we'll you know, wait. I, yeah, we'll put it on. Cause this is like I, a winning yeah, honor yes, ceremony. Yes, like this is like, a big yes. deal. We're not giving I, out bobbleheads. Yes. Here's is. what you say. Here's what you say. <laughs> when, so when, when, when do you head head think this night. can happen? I, 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 you know what? If people are waiting for us to get into a disagreement about this, they're gonna be real disappointed because <laughs> we because <laughs> the three of us agree right down the line.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just you know, it's unfortunate. Like you guys are more in, in you know in in tune with it than I am. But it's still like this is one of the most majestic sports dynasties yes, and the of accomplishment all of all time. Of all and time, and I'm and not it is saying everybody's yeah, crowning glory. I'm not yes, saying. Like, is. I'm not saying that everybody needs to you know celebrate the holidays together. Right, right, but the level correct. of animosity <laughs> right. yes, and the lack of togetherness
3: is. I mean, sad. And, 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 and you just sort of you shine a light on it by not making it happen. So that it is only a celebration, yeah. and then you have this other thing that's unfortunate that I will not blame the Bulls for. I will not. I just won't. But it was so. It's beyond unfortunate. It was awful.
1: It, it, it was awful. And you're talking. I think you're talking about Scotty and the the beef between Scotty Michael. No,
3: you, no. I'm talking won. about. I'm talking about booing. Oh, booing, booing. Okay. Jerry Krause. I, you know the other stuff is grown people. I don't. I can't get into that. I don't. I don't care much. I mean, I care because I know the individuals, but, but it, that's, that's grown people. It To boo Jerry Krause that way and to have Stumble Krause have to endure that at a time where, I mean, if, if anything else, she's had to, she knows all the stuff that happened, all the back and forth that happened in the real time, and all that stuff was okay. These were adult people, competitive people, doing the best they could to win something and all the competitive desires and urges and missteps that go along with those things. She lived through all that. That's fine. But now you come forward later to honor her, her late husband, and, and and you get that reaction? Well, but that <laughs> couldn't have been a huge surprise. Could it have, Mike? That, that you... you know what? You know what? So, Okay, that's a great question, Tommy. So we're sitting there. I made Matthew sit with me and watch it. Right, I, I made him. I made him sit with me. The only person he ever met out of all those people, I guess, is Scotty. I'm trying to think. Scotty and Steve Kerr. And I made him sit with me and watch it. And when they, when they got, when it was came time to start to introduce Jerry, I froze, because I'm thinking, they're not gonna, we, not they, we, Chicago, we're not gonna boo Jerry Krause, are we? I did. I flinched. I cringed before. The booze, and then when the booze came, I saw Matthew's face. He looked at me like, <laughs> like, like, okay. Well, we'll, well, what was up with Jerry Krause? As as of somebody who's 15 years old, I do. And it was just an. It's an embarrassing moment. I think, but people are too. People are not smart enough. They're too dumb and mean to be ashamed. They're too dumb and mean to be embarrassed. They are. And I I bet you. Seventy five percent of the people who if they admitted they booed, they would try to justify why they did it. Well, yeah, I, I've
1: been I've been asking if if anyone was there, if they would call in to justify it. 312-332-3776. Well, they, well, yeah, they, they,
3: they may find some shame later, but they'll try to justify it.
1: Like when you saw that woman, when you saw Thelma uh, on uh, like, how could anyone I, I felt, look at her and say, I felt
3: I felt oh. I felt so, 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 so bad to this moment. It's sports. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so and then, and then we talked a lot about this too last week, and then we'll get to football. But you know, the the beef with Michael and Scotty is sad. Like
3: Michael you know, sent
1: a video, Rodman sent a yeah. video, and yeah. Scotty just ghosted everybody.
3: Well, What is that? What is? I told you this was not about anybody else's pettiness. I told you guys that last week, and and so it wasn't. It was. It, it, what, what is this? I mean, Scott doesn't. Scotty know. Oh, the, to me, he owes he owes Jerry more than that. He owes Jerry Ransom more than that. To me, and if I was talking to Scotty, he might have some other point of view. I, there's no other point of view. To me, he's mad at everybody. So,
1: I can't believe all the people he's
3: bitter with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is not. See, here's what here's what is difficult. Here's what's difficult about having that night. That's knowable. And you and by the way, you may decide we're not gonna let Scotty eliminate something that rewards everybody else. And so you may decide to have it anyway. But it's not unknowable. It's not even unknown. Because everybody who talks to him knows it about the bitterness. And so you know, and there are people I got my hand up in the air sitting here now included who have tried to talk him out of it. Yeah. There's no, there's no small number of people. It's not like he disappeared initially and nobody knew why he felt upset. I mean, it's not like it just comes out of thin air. It, it this has been talked about and talked about and talked about. And so as you review that, then you decide, okay, we're we're going to do this anyway. Then you you take your chances. But no, this this isn't going anybody else. This is this doesn't go on anyone else. It just goes on him.
2: Sadly, this is all predictable, right? Because it was, like because if, I mean, it's knowable. You uh, know it. And Mike, I could have predict you. You I think you, most people could have predicted all three things that there was a, a good chance that Michael Jordan wasn't going to show up. There was a good chance that Scottie Pippen wasn't going to show up. And if you do introduce. Jerry Krause in a video, and his his widow is there. It's going to be uncomfortable because Jerry has been
3: booed. But yeah, yeah. But Tommy couldn't. Okay, first of all, I don't know that about Michael. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that. That 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 everybody could presume he wasn't going to be there. I don't know that. I'm hearing things to the contrary. Um, Scotty. Yeah. I mean, I think we knew he wasn't going to be there. In terms of the third thing with Jerry, again, look—the fact that I sat, I'm sitting here telling you I was cringing even yes. as they announced his name means I anticipated it to some extent. Right. But even if there weren't, like the, the Phil Jackson cheers were, look through the TV, you you—it was just like wow. Again, I, I'm I'm watching it through the eyes of my son as well. He was like, wow,
0: Dad, Phil wow. Jackson,
3: looked this. Yeah, it was loud. And, of course, Sylvia, you're sitting there, so we don't have to go to the They second, cut it hand, off, too. That.
1: That, that was another thing I was mad about, Wilbon. Let it go. The, let it go for six the, minutes right. if you want they, to. They, they, they turned go. the spotlight off of him to move to Tony, and the fans you were know, mad about that.
3: You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> this is going to sound so... Ego maniacal machismo. The they should have let me plan the damn thing. <laughs> I know. Signed I, that's what I'm signed up for that. Saying. Let it go. They like. should have let me plan because you don't because you, you have to because this should have been a basketball event. Okay, I how would you have it would done have been, it? How would you have done it? Marketing. Mind? And by the way, the great you know the, the, the great marketers of the Bulls in the for the for the first thirty years of the franchise who did the greatest job ever. Shanwald. of any team in the sports marketing the Bulls. And, and, and the presentation of the game event. Do you know that every team in basketball and other teams in other sports would come to study the Bulls and how they did that? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It, it, was,
3: it, was, it, was, it was so far. The Bulls were so far ahead of everybody else. And so now to see this happen now with that event, you no, know, you don't cut off anything. You let it go. You let Phil Jackson be a wash in Cheers, and Tony Kukoc be a wash, and
1: let people love.
3: And and now all people are going to think about for people outside of the market um, is the Jerry Krause booing. Mm. Terrible. What? What was your
1: biggest takeaway from the NFL weekend?
3: The Cowboys were dogs. They were dogs. And I don't even know whether, like, Tommy will be better to speak to this than either one of us, Sylvie. Like, can you run it back with either the Cowboys or the Eagles? And if you're not going to run it back with either one of them, how completely do you dismantle? Do you rearrange the teams? Do you dismantle the teams? Do you tweak the teams? Do you start the? Do you do you fire a coach who was 11 months ago in the Super Bowl? In terms of Sirianni, like, I, I don't know, I, like. I don't think to, to, to analyze those losses by the Cowboys and the Eagles in, in terms of analytics and strategy is just, like, naive to a point where it's like, really? Um, th- that that This is about a breakdown in spirit. Those teams – Troy Aikman last night did such a great job with the Eagles game. At one point he said, you know – he, he talked about the team being defeated. He said the, the Eagles were defeated, and they were that way when they got here. That's it. That's the only sentence that matters last night. That Troy Aikman spoken in real live time. I give him full credit. It's one of the reasons why he is such a great analyst because he doesn't just tell you about the eleven personnel or the twelve personnel. I don't care. He didn't just tell you about the zone defense and we were playing man underneath. I don't care. I don't care. I I actually can figure out what he means, and I've done this for 40 years. Don't tell me that people watching TV know what that stuff means. They don't know what it means, any of it, the jargon that people spew. When Troy Aikman said, this is a defeated team, and they were that way when they got here, he told the story of the Eagles. And I I wish I could have heard him on the Cowboys because he played for and helped make famous that franchise. And
2: what's the deal with the Cowboys? Well, Mike, I think that the, how you just described what, what Troy Aikman had to say about the Eagles is is probably the focal point with regard to whether or not they move on from Nick Sirianni. Is right. if, in fact, losing six out of the last seven, they are so disjointed and there is so many different things that can't be fixed, then I think that they do move on from him. If inside those four walls you can – you can you know justify why it happened, and there is a fix to it. Then I think yeah. he's got an opportunity to stay. I think that situation is different than than the Cowboy one. I think both probably end up being fired. I thought the Cowboys had a horrible plan on both sides of the football. I agree yeah. with what Troy said though last night. That was an Eagles team that looked. That was not just schematical issues.
3: Right. Right, it wasn't. Yeah, that there was a, there were emotional things going on there, as they often are in sports. I mean, we, you know, I've covered enough locker rooms to know that sometimes you can walk out of one pregame and go, "Uh, <laughs> this is not going to be good." And, 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 and most times that is not the case. Most times it's it, because it's whatever plays out competitively, but sometimes it's not. And with the Eagles, you know, I have been reticent to accept that, and there was hinting of that already. So some people must have known of it. With the Cowboys, to, yes, the notion. I mean, you know, um, Rex Ryan mentioned it on Get Up when he said that you know, 48 out of 65 out of whatever, 54 snaps, 64 snaps, they had six defensive backs on the field and yes. playing dime. Okay, that's schematic, right. and that's an important thing. But but still, what else went along with that? What is there a crisis of confidence in the coaching? What what is that? How do you get there? How do you get to such bad judgment? Do we think that, that his staff is so poorly prepared and poorly understanding schematically? Why would they go in with that plan?
2: I don't know. And it's Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's in charge and Dan of the defense. Quinn who's
3: now interviewing for head coaching yeah. jobs. I wouldn't want to hire him to put people on the bus <laughs> after Sunday. And I know Dan Quinn has been an accomplished assistant coach. I get it. But then there's got, there got to be some real explanations. you got some explaining to do, Lucy, on on what the hell happened there. Would you be shocked, so Mike? Things,
2: would you be shocked to see Bill Belichick as the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys?
3: Kind of. Like, does Bill want to go work for Jerry Jones? That would be my first question. But, but he's going to be able to pick up the phone and call Bill Parcells. Right. Call his former boss, who did work for Jerry. Right. Now, it didn't turn out the way that either one of them wanted, but, you, but if, if, if Belichick looks at that roster and says, okay, I got a quarterback, I got people on both sides of the ball who are really, really, really talented, I can get something out of them that hasn't been gotten out of them yet. Okay, maybe if you look at just the rosters, but is he going to want to work for Jerry? Is Jerry going to stay out of it? You think Bill Belichick wants Jerry holding court in the locker room an hour after every game? I know how that works. I was covering the league. I covered enough Dallas Cowboys home games. I know how that works. I know how Jerry, Jerry knows more reporters than I'll ever know. And so how does Belichick, Robert Kraft doesn't do that. How would he take that? Would he, and would it be such a put off, turn off? And he would just say, I'm not doing well, it. I, I have mean, no idea the Cowboys,
2: what the answer is. The Cowboys but. probably give him the best chance to win. Like, he he did talk with the Atlanta Falcons. That division isn't very That's good.
3: nothing. Yeah, but, but they got no quarterback. Right.
2: So, like, if you're Belichick and you're trying to break the
3: record for most wins for a yeah. head
2: coach and you're trying to get about, back what about to the, the Super Chargers, Bowl? though,
3: you got, you got Bosa and Mac, and you got a quarterback? I think they want Harbaugh. They want Harbaugh. Okay. It's fine to want Harbaugh. I, 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 I you know, I want Harbaugh too. <laughs> but you, but you want Harbaugh. Okay. I mean, Harbaugh is, you know, uh, what, Jim's going to be 60. I think his next birthday, if I'm not mistaken. He's 60.
2: I think he's already 60, if
3: I'm not mistaken. So, okay. So he's 11 years younger, 12 years younger than Belichick, who's going to be 72, I think, like in a month or something like that. Uh, maybe if you think all things are equal. But, um, it, it's just. It, it also underscores my point. Continually over the last 20 years, the head coaching in the NFL has become dreadful. Dreadful. I mean, it's it's awful. I mean, you you have so many examples now of what. And all I do is I go back to the standings, and I can go through the 2018 standings 40 years ago, and look at you know any one division, and go division by division and say, Are "You kidding me?" You think this isn't better than it is now? I don't know. Head coaching to me has been, and I don't know if it's pressure. I I don't believe that guys know less. Actually, knowing more and the reliance on analytics, I hate when I hear on fourth down the announcers say, well, the analytics say go for it. Well, what is is that? The analytics to what? What are they analyzing? They're, They're saying that anybody should go for it on fourth and two? Or some people? And then if some people, it's not the analytics saying it. So I, I just, you know, I look, at the, I look at the NFL in terms of head coaching as just sort of holding the sport in place. I don't, I don't know. That, and there are certain things that are, I guess you could say offensive football is better, but defensive football has been legislated out. No fault of the coaches. But I look at it and I'm like, you know, this product, this is not as good. This is not as good as it was X number of years ago, and I think the head coaching can be held largely accountable for that. Really quick,
1: one more thing that I wanted to ask you, too, is, and, and it goes into what you were saying. I guess Brian Windhorse said today that the Lakers, there's a 0% chance they trade for Zach Levine. Zero? Wow.
3: Well, I knew it was small. I didn't know it
1: was zero. <laughs> that's what, <the>, <laughs> um, what Windhorse said,
3: yeah. Well, the only thing I think that might change, and Brian's locked in, okay? I mean, that I know. I work with him, but Brian is on top of his game. The only thing that might work against that is the Lakers could get desperate. Look, they won a game last night that kept them off Desperation Island for another 24 hours. They could be back on it tomorrow if they lose to Dallas. But if they get desperate and they think that they're going to have a season where LeBron can't get out of 10th place, Again, LeBron and A.D. have played the lion's share of the games, and they're in town, right even after beating Oklahoma City last night. So which are they? Are they the team that got just dogged by Phoenix, which hadn't even played all that well the, the previous game, or are they the team that beat you know, West Conference-leading Oklahoma City last night? I don't know, but I think that if that question still doesn't have an answer, in ten days, not ten days, three weeks. The t- trade deadline, I think, is the tenth. I, I maybe they get desperate. Maybe Zach Levine becomes a part of it. But then what what, what are the, what's the Bulls' agenda? Forget about no the Lakers clue. for a second. What, what what's the Bulls' agenda? No clue. It, with AK, who the hell now? We're gonna have a weekly ceremony that falls flat <laughs> at the stadium. Oh God! That, and then you know what? After that thing Friday night, that you would hope that the team. Would become front and center. The active current team could become front and center again. Um, but I don't know. You know, they, they they're they're still better. They're better than they were a month ago. They seem to beat teams. They should beat, but they should have beat the Warriors. Yeah, I mean the Warrior the, the Warriors showed the Warriors last night. That to me is the worst loss in the Steph Curry era. Memphis has no players. None of their people, other than Jaron Jackson Jr., are playing, and they lost to Memphis.
1: They're not very good, the Warriors, and they came back to beat the Bulls.
3: Then they came that's back. Right, to beat yeah. Bulls. I mean, that, that's that's you know that was a that loss was an indictment, but I don't want to get carried away. They have played better, and they seem, to, for the most part, to be winning games they should win.
1: Uh, forty who, 40 who, win who, team, who? Michael. They're forty win team 40. if they stay together. They for- what does that mean? They they play, they play, they get into the play They get the Yeah, they're they playing team. I mean,
0: what Again, are we doing?
1: We're 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 running on a slow yeah. treadmill.
3: A- well, I mean, to me, the the way I, There's only one way out of this, and it's not to clear cap space. It, it isn't. It, it you clear cap space. Well, it's not to clear cap space to attract free agents because that's not what we're going to get. You clear cap space to facilitate trades, but they got to get some draft picks because that's how you get better now. Whether you're drafting first or, more, more importantly, 15th or 17th or 13th, that's where people pick players now who, who vault them into serious contention. And the Bulls are going to have to scout the world and choose the right players to do that, and to do that, you need picks. Michael, great stuff.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Mike.
3: All right, you guys, be good.
1: There you go. There's Michael Wilbon. Really good stuff today. All right, uh, we got Aki's A-List here as we're uninterrupted. Let's get to some of the questions.
0: It's time for Aki's A-List. From the mind of the man who understands the four Ps of Waddle's world, (laughs) Aki's A-List. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. Probably still a little hungover from his trip to the, the Dominican,
1: yeah. Why, why is there a cat too in the... Meow. Uh, why, why is there a meowing in there?
4: There's four Ps of uh, what Roll. Oh,
1: I got, I got you. Meow. <laughs>
4: What's cat?
1: How it's was the Dominican?
5: Fantastic. And then I flew back to this, and I didn't think I was going to make it home, because we were flying from Charlotte. We were connecting in Charlotte back to Chicago on Friday, and Friday was the day that all the snow came, so we were already coming up with contingency plans of what we were going to do. At any do. point, did you
2: think about staying in the Dominican for a little bit longer?
5: We thought about it, yeah, but then we ultimately decided, no, nah, it's probably better if we just go back. Okay. Let's go
2: to Charlotte.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Charlotte. Um it, the beaches in the dominican spectacular right oh
5: my god and then we did one day where we went out to the caribbean sea too and that was fantastic that was the highlight i think of the entire trip was the caribbean sea so Sounds did you like captain
1: your own uh ship
5: no I did that not um rent a boat is
1: that
2: what you're saying
5: yeah I, or yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like you go out on like a it's like a how am i gonna get like my drink on boat. if i gotta drive the boat
2: doesn't he know you're
1: still on here? Yeah, air? Yeah, he, calling me. I, yeah, I may. Mean, so calling? calling yeah. me. Yeah,
4: doesn't he know that? Maybe he thinks you're at break. <laughs> or maybe he thinks that. Yeah, we because we usually do break yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. You want to take that, Sylvie? You need to step outside <laughs> see if oh. it's important. Yeah, at
2: any point, did you think about renting a boat and drive? I wouldn't know how to drive a boat. No,
5: I, I would know how to drive a boat because my my grandparents have had one forever, okay. so I could drive a boat. Oh. I can handle. I can handle a boat. Yeah. I'm no the problem. captain now. Yeah, but like that was. Uh, it was like. No, I guess it was kind of like a tour boat, but it had like a, a, a bar on deck, and like you go out to the into the the sea, and like you just kind of hang out in the the sea for a little bit, and like they'll bring drinks out to you. Oh, yeah, so oh, One it was, of the
2: party
1: boats.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was
2: awesome. I almost drowned. Catamaran I was, last year. What was it? Catamaran. I yeah, I don't remember. I used. I almost drowned at the uh, my our <laughs> trip to the
5: Dominican last year.
2: Yeah, I got caught in a <laughs> rip tide, and I had like yeah. a little. All I had was like one of those little kids swimmers noodles. Uh-huh.
5: Oh. Oh, yeah, there was a noodle? You, oh, didn't have was a noodle. A, you didn't have a life vest, a life vest on. No, I didn't have a life vest No, I didn't have a Just had a noodle. Can't party with a life vest on. And
2: I was half in the bag. I would not advise anybody to <laughs> no, do that's, it. No, that's stupid. Don't do it. Why would but you? Thankfully, co- that we, I, had, you know, I was with some people, but... Do you have a will? It's the most scared I've ever been, I think.
5: Do you you have a Did they have throw will? you a ring? A life do, ring? Yeah. What? Did they throw like the life ring at you? The lifesaver? No, no, they just brought the boat over <laughs> and... Kinda... <laughs> Are you
2: sure you were really getting dragged away? Pulled me out like a like a sardine. Yeah, like well, not a sardine. Maybe a big (laughs) fat beluga whale.
5: All right. Anyway. All right. Um, So after watching some of the playoffs and just thinking back to some of the preseason conversation that was surrounding the Chicago Bears, it was always, all right, let's build around the Eagles and Dolphins model. But we saw both of those teams get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Do you believe that the Eagles and Dolphins model is still a worthwhile process?
1: Yes, you could do worse than the
5: Eagles and the Dolphins. But what is the model, so to speak? The model is you take a quarterback... That you're not necessarily sold on, but you surround them with a lot of different talented he was the
2: fifth pick of the draft, wasn't he? Wasn't
5: yes, he but it was that like Mike McDaniel was the one that came in he wasn't the one that drafted him is what I'm saying.
2: look, I think you can win in both ways. I think what you've learned though is you don't have to you don't have to have a huddle filled with all pros at the skilled position. would you like? yeah, I would like to have that, but I mean we'll see how far Green Bay and, and Houston go. But um look, I think San Francisco's got a lot of talented players. Tua, I think Baltimore defensively and, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, they've upgraded their talent. Tua led the league with forty six
1: hundred yards. He had a one hundred one quarterback rating. He had 29 touchdowns and 14 interceptions.
5: And then had seven points produced in the playoff game.
1: Yes, yes. Not a good exit. No. I'm not signing up
2: for that, but still. Can I, I, I sell like, you on that, that particular situation is getting home field advantage is paramount for them because that style doesn't travel to the cold weather cities. But if, in fact, you can control your own destiny, you can get there. Didn't they have a bunch of defensive injuries? Their entire too? defense was, was banged up. Both of their defensive ends were out for the year. Phillips and Chubb, they didn't have a healthy linebacker. Uh, Xavier Howard was also out when they their starting cornerbacks. Like, yes, their defense was absolutely decimated by injury.
1: I'll still take a, a, a down year from my quarterback, like the worst year from the quarterback. To throw for thirty eight hundred yards and twenty three touch, uh, twenty three touchdowns. Like Jalen Hurts, my buddy was texting me about Jalen Hurts yesterday, and and like how bad he was at the end of the season. And this like last year, Jalen Hurts wasn't he runner up for MVP? Think so. You know, yes. like he was yeah. in the MVP conversation. He was this close to winning the Super Bowl. Uh, like I know where we're stuck in the moment, but. What Jalen Hurts has done the last few years is
2: pretty good. I would say maybe you take last year's season and this year's season and then realize that Jalen Hurts is probably somewhere in the middle, and I think we've had that conversation, that we admired the season he had, but let's see what happens when defenses adjust to what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. I think he's also a little bit—we'll find out how much how hurt he is, but— I don't think he's as bad as he played at times this year, and maybe he played his best football of all time last year at times.
5: The other thing, too, with the Eagles is that now you have to deal with the, all right, we've paid our quarterback. And – constructing the rest of the team, knowing that you're going to have to still pay some guys down the road. I mean, all those defensive players are pretty young, aside from guys like uh, Fletcher Cox and Hassan Reddick. But you've got a lot of youth on the defense. And now you've got to fill in some of these holes, too. Like Adam Schefter tweeted out the list of all the guys that are going to be departing off of that team this year. It's going to be hard to keep that thing together. Yeah,
2: they've got a lot of age on them, especially on the defensive side.
0: Some, Some of I, look, young, I mean though, it's easy
2: to, for us to look at both of those teams now and say, no, nah, that's not the the way to do it. I mean I, I I think that there's be more people that admire what the Dolphins and the Eagles are doing do you
1: know, than don't. Do you know how many playoff games um Jalen Hurts has played in in the last three years?
2: Okay, so one here, three last year, four, five.
1: Five, yeah. yeah. Like it, l- let me know when, when when our quarterbacks played in five five playoff games in in three years
2: you want to talk about our offensive coordinator who's culpable for not putting our quarterback in a good position you realize that when you face the last two teams that the eagles have faced are blitz heavy teams it was wink martindale who got fired from the giants in, in the final week of the season and it's todd Bowles. and that's you don't have any type of game plan against teams that you know are coming after your quarterback. I mean, I think for for
1: us to go back five playoff games, I believe is the Super Bowl 1, okay? And that's o- the o- 06 season. Super Bowl is 1, played in two games in the 2010 season. That's 3. The 18 season is 4, and the 2020 season is 5. So, in order to play in the last five Bears playoff games, we have to go back all the way to the 2006 season. Jalen Hurts has played in five playoff games in the last three seasons. You're telling me that's a fail?
5: How much of that is because of Jalen Hurts?
1: We've we played in five playoff games in the last two decades. I think a lot of it's Jalen Hurts.
5: I think he's got a pretty good supporting cast, a fantastic offensive sure. line.
1: But like we always say, the quarterback does raise all ships. I said
2: ships. I said ships. Look, it wasn't he was not nearly as good this year, Tyler, as he was the year before. My guess is, as I said earlier, is the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. But now you have committed two hundred and fifty million to him; he's got to be better than he was in twenty twenty three. That's a fair. I think that's a fair request.
5: All right, moving on to the rest of the quarterback scene in the NFC. It feels why pretty wide me? open.
1: What I said. Why do you got to depress me? He he What's... didn't even talk about Jordan
2: Love.
5: Oh. Are you going to do that now? Well, I was going to say, looking at, if you had to start your franchise, you can only pick from NFC quarterbacks. Who are you picking first overall among NFC quarterbacks? You're starting the franchise now. Only it's NFC really, quarterbacks. Yes, it's really, looking through all the teams in the NFC, it's really a 1, Baker, two, Mayfield. 3, 4. I know,
1: I know who uh, Captain five, Lion six. is taking over here.
2: He's going Jared Goff. No, I may go Jordan Love. Listen, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to apologize to you and Big Mouth in there for admiring a team that was 12-5 and five and won a playoff game. I'd like my team to do that. That's what I would like. And when they do do that, then I will celebrate with you. But until then, I'm envious of the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers at this point because their teams are still alive. What about
1: Brock Purdy? I mean, are you dismissing Brock Purdy because of system? Is
2: no, that what but, you're doing? No, but I would ask you who has gotten more out of less: Brock Purdy or Jordan Love? Jordan Love isn't dealing so with you're the same pen, roster. You're, you're penalizing Brock Purdy I'm not for penalizing. that? I'm just I'm analyzing and saying that Jordan Love has gotten more out of his group than even Brock Purdy. His I refuse to take Jordan Love. So, therefore, I go Brock Purdy. Maybe you want to go Dak Prescott. And Jalen Hurts. I take Dak Prescott over Jalen Hurts. And I think Dak Prescott is basically, as I think Tyler said, he's Kirk Cousins with a star on his helmet. (laughs) They're the same guy. It's good. It's pretty good. They've won the same
1: same number of playoff games. It's pretty good. You know Chase, uh, our buddy Chase on the south side? Yeah. He, he, he Facebook messengered me. What, if you could get, and it's got to be with the contract too, if you could get Dak Prescott for the ninth pick in the draft, would you do it? For the ninth pick in the draft? Nine, but you got to pay him. Ninth pick in the draft, and then you get the, you could trade Justin, and then you could trade down with the number one pick.
5: Gotta pay him or inherit his contract. Well, the, he's only they, got do, one year left. Yes, okay. you,
1: because they, so you have to pay him. Trade Dak for the uh, for trade him for the number nine pick.
5: I think if we were talking I, about something have, in the
4: late teens or twenties, I would do it. Okay, now you're getting ridiculous, Tyler. It's the ninth pick, and you have number one. Either you want Dak to quarterback your team with like someone it would, like
2: it would come down to how I felt
4: would, about Jay, Caleb me think. Williams. Caleb Williams? I, I, it would. It, yes, would, it, would yes. ma- it would come down to how I viewed Caleb Williams. That's exactly how I was thinking. Like, do you want – if you believe in
2: Caleb Williams – Then I'm taking Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick, and you can keep Dak in his $40 million contract a year. Because, well, well, because of all the, the, the all of the, the, the conversation in this town is about just surround our guy with people. Well, he's got C.D. Lamb. Jake Ferguson's a heck of a tight end. He's got other ancillary wide receivers that are pretty good. He's got an offensive line that has been good over the course of time, a little banged up at the end of this year. You ruin your cap space, but you
1: can do a bunch of stuff with the first pick. And then you 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 get stuff for I,
2: Justin. To me, it would come down to how I feel about Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Here so we I go. have to go. Have Is that to, what he says? Yeah. Here I, we go. Go
4: to throw a pick. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Miller is that is that No, what, I, I yeah, I'm with you and I keep going back to last year people were saying if Caleb Williams had come out he would have been the number 1 pick. So like we don't know what he's going to become, but the optimist in me is really excited about the the Bears having the opportunity to, to take him and if they, think about it, people were saying they would draft him over CJ Stroud last year. Now we've now I know that's not you know necessarily fair, but based on A lot of people who do this for a living, the draft Knicks, they're convinced Caleb could be better than C.J. Stroud. I'm excited about that possibility.
2: And if I felt that way, that's the route I would go. If I had any indecision at all, then I would take Dak Prescott. I mean, you could do a hell of a lot worse than Dak Prescott. But I'm not going to go over the top and suggest to you that he's an elite quarterback. I've never looked like at said he's as a Kirk top Cousins. three or four. He's but Kirk Cousins is. with a star in his right, eye. Like, you better right? off just
1: signing Kirk and then keeping the ninth pick and keeping
2: it all. I mean, and by the way, he's probably, I mean, until Kirk Cousins got Justin Jefferson, who was Kirk Cousins throwing to him in Minnesota? I may be wrong. Thielen. Thielen and And Stephon Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Okay, so he's had a crew with him, but... I mean, they're comparable statistically. I think Mm -hmm. Dax now won two playoff games because they beat Tampa Bay last year in the wild card game, 31-14. It's a good question. All right, we're going to cross (laughs) – with the good stuff, Tyler.
0: Uh,
1: We're going to cross-talk with Black and Abdallah. That's coming up next.
0: Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago.
1: Right, it's time to crosstalk with Black and Abdallah. Tyler's
2: in for Chris Black, who's in Cabo. Gonna have a big quarterback conversation tonight, at Adam, for two hours?
6: Oh, yeah. What else is there to talk about? We're going talking about being cold.
1: Uh, crosstalk brought to you by Steinhoffels. You're not
6: cold, are you? No, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm inside, so I'm not cold. <laughs> I got, the, cold uh, inside, though. Like. I, I got the. I got the. My wife's a teacher, so they had the day off for a cold day. Yesterday they got that, so they've had a four day weekend. No e learning for them. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not accomplishing <laughs> you anything with any really. learning day, you are get, you at yeah. you all? You get like, CPS anything? and charter school kids to e learn. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, she was just like, "Hey, I'm not doing anything." Did I go? Cool. You want to drive me to work, so I don't have to take the train. And She was like, "Yeah, I guess." Oh, fine. that was nice. Well, like, you get to sit at home all day. Well, like, come on! You get to help a brother out. <laughs> well, yeah, because guess what's not closed? Our daycare. So, guess who went to daycare? How are you getting home? Ooh. I have to take the train. Okay, home. yeah, I have to take no. the train. Yeah. I'm not making her. Well, because we took the we took our baby to daycare, and then she was gonna you know, basically just sit around and lesson plan and stuff all day and then and this after uh, you know this evening she's got the baby so i'm not gonna make her put the baby in the car and then come get me that'd look be, at you you are a prince. prince that'd be, be superman super, no that would just be a yeah. douchebag move yeah. <laughs> like, I, like who's the douche would be me for like a month if i did that no i'll just take the train like an adult and be cold but i, won't I, know, be that guy, cold. I know guys that would
2: make their wife put their kid in no, the car and no no around. no oh yeah that Definitely.
6: messes a bedtime. Come on, okay. That's, that oh. is a precious thing. What time's bedtime Giants. for a uh, one-year-old? Seven o'clock. I could see if my roommate can drive us home. Ooh. No, then he's got to come pick us up. Right? He's not doing anything.
2: Eh? It's cold. How do you know your roommate's not doing anything? Because he's unemployed. <laughs> well,
6: he maybe he's, he's out <laughs> looking for a job. Wait, no, he's no, 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 no. Tell him looking for a job. Tell him to sign
5: up for Uber and come get us. He's coasting right now. He's got a nice little severance back. He got he's that coasting pension? until, like, yeah. May.
6: Sure, so you're like, come pick me up? Come pick me up. I mean, extenuating
5: circumstances. Yeah. Right. That's
2: true. That's a true friend That's right true. there. True. Yeah. True friend.
5: <laughs> that's what i was. do he's tell. coasting around. like i i get home and i see him just playing Fortnite every single day when i get oh, home man. like he can he can spare see play those i mean do you play those games with like the goggles on no not that one <laughs> no, <laughs> not that one, no, Which one I, what game is
6: that the, any I game you just have to have the v that's a ninja. vr thing yeah. yeah right yeah like that's just that's vr not what you do that's not the how goggles? you do it. you don't wear the goggles <laughs> no do you don't have the goggles Fortnite? no Oh man, to be fun employed.
2: Are you? Do you have like the headset on? He like, has the headset on. Is he talking? Yeah, is he, he, talking, headset, to yeah. Yeah, he but, like, talking to? These days, like the headset. <laughs> Maybe he's a orange. telemarketer. Is Maybe he's actually working.
1: Is he getting owned by like thirteen-year-olds?
4: <laughs> no, he's talking playing... to my thirteen-year-old son playing yeah, Fortnite yeah. against him. <laughs> <it.
5: laughs> That's creepy.
2: How
1: no, but, how
5: young is too young for Fortnite? Um, I would say you need a driver's license.
4: Like really? saying, yeah. To
0: play Fortnite? <laughs> yeah.
4: what, what, wow. maybe no, say. maybe like fourteen. Uh, but if you I mean my son's been playing since he was at least in sixth grade. Wait, how
2: many, how Does he how have much... the headset on? Yes. But so what is the average age of the people he's playing with? Like if it's
6: a 50-year-old man,
5: that seems weird to me. No, but you get like the worst of the worst. Well,
6: I remember when I first got uh, Xbox Live when that was like the first Uh iteration of it. And I would be at home playing like in the middle of the day because I was in college. And I would be getting owned by kids from overseas because it was their nighttime, yeah. and so like they would be home from school, <laughs> and these like thirteen-year-old German kids are just—that
5: <laughs> was me. I got shoot me in the face. I, I was like a pretty big Call of Duty guy in high school, and then in college I got away from it, and then during the pandemic got an Xbox and was like, you know what? I'm gonna get back into Call of Duty, and then I just got my oh, ass. Dude. Handed to me by yeah. a bunch of twelve-year-olds, and I was like, "I'm retiring. Yeah, I'm done." It was. Bad. What's
2: the more violent game? Call of
1: Duty. Or- Duty. Or- Call yeah. of Duty oh, yeah, for yeah. Fortnite's yeah. not
5: really violent. No,
0: like
2: uh-huh. I don't think I've played a video game since uh, what was the NHL game? NHL. <laughs> NHL '94. Yeah, I think so. Or one of those. I had NHL. I had '95 for uh, NHL
6: '92 or '91.
2: Yeah, we played RBI baseball in '95. That could be
6: uh, it was great. Yeah. That was, I love that game. That was awesome. It was it was yeah, we're Still gonna talk is. about a video game tonight. NCAA football is coming back. They just yes, announced it. Yeah. now that you could go with their actual names, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're gonna do that. I would prefer it if they were just like, "Here's a good college football game, and it's just teams." Like yeah, I, I don't, don't need the players. Like I don't right, need. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to be JJ McCarthy. <laughs> like I don't want that. Just let me be Michigan. You know what I mean? Let me be Alabama. I don't need to be Jalen Milroe and airmailing receivers left and right. So. We'll talk about well, it. That was okay. not nice. That's what he did. <laughs> Hopefully Caleb DeBoer can fix it.
1: His uh, grandfather called into the show
2: one day. I know. Actually, I think there was an opportunity for him if he would have gone left instead of then he gets stepped on, right? Didn't he? Well yeah, it was his, the the tackle came in. Because got I think into everyone him. you got yeah. you got mad at the play call, but I believe if his tackles and pushed into him, yeah. there was a place. I for wasn't him. mad at the play call per okay. se. I wanted the All ball right. in his
6: hand. Got it doesn't you. matter. DeBoer. Gotcha. It's over. DeBoer, roll tide. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, Black and Abdal
1: coming up next with uh, Tyler in for Black. Call them 312-332-3776. Thank you to Michael Wilbon. Tomorrow, Lewis Riddick is going to join us. Nice. Break down uh, Caleb Williams and Justin oh, Fields. Yeah. That
2: should be Day good. Day two of our four-month
1: ride into <laughs> quarterbackville. Thank you to Tyler and Meller For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. CSPN 1000. Have yourself a great Tuesday night.